0: We're back here on The Block 93.7 The Ticket at theticketfm.com and all over the interwebs, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Austin Norman and Eric Strickland with you, joined by a familiar voice, Mr. Nate Brennan, uh, now in Kansas City, but uh, not in Kansas City for long, is that right, Nate? Nate Brennan, hello.
1: Sorry about that, guys. I was muted there for a second. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, now we got you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hey, there we go. Uh, First and foremost, Austin, congratulations to you. Saw the big news. Uh, Looks like we'll be adding another member to the ticket family, I should say. And uh, also, yeah, headed uh, towards the great state of Nebraska. Some good news on my end, or I guess good news for my better half. uh, Carly Severs, former pitcher for Nebraska softball, officially graduating tomorrow. So she will join the ranks. Uh, of us adults that now will now move on to real life, but luckily for her, she still has two years of grad school, so she can keep playing the college kid card.
0: <coughs> Good if you can get away with it, I guess. I mean, I like being graduated and being an adult, but the longer you can get away without adult responsibilities, I'm finding is also acceptable.
1: Well, I've uh, told myself that one of these days I'll grow up and be an adult, but it certainly hasn't happened yet, so uh, the journey <laughs> continues.
0: Hey, one step at a time. Um, we're, Strick and I were talking about families last segment, and I'm going to go back to your Virginia Tech days. Who's the first family of Virginia Tech football? Is it the Vicks or is it the Beamers? Oh,
1: well, it depends uh, under what circumstances you want to say. I, I would probably say the Beamers. Uh, when you talk about success at Virginia Tech, it, it would almost certainly probably have to be the Vicks. Uh, but one you probably haven't even really thought of, if we're talking about success at the professional level, is probably the Fullers. Uh, when you mm. talk about Kyle and Kendall uh, both making Pro Bowl appearances, uh, and then the other uh, Fuller as well had a pretty good spin in the NFL. I don't think he's still there as a fullback uh, for the Steelers, and then I believe it was the Lions too. So it, it really talk, depends on what circumstances you're talking about. Uh, it, I, for what it's worth, I, I don't know if this is, Steering towards the uh, Dylan Riola conversation, but uh, that could have been a pretty good family tree in Nebraska. How about that?
0: Could have been, but won't be. That's that's not happening um, anymore. But uh, Daniel Kalen decommits from Missouri today, so maybe that's a step in the right direction. I, I know that you, you're still affiliated with it to some degree. What do you make of the, the Kalen decommitment from Missouri down in your area?
1: Um. I think it's interesting, and I think it just opens up a further conversation, right? And I was talking about this the other day uh, in my own newsroom in Kansas City. When you look at Dylan Raiola, when you look at all these other kids that are committing to these top programs, do we really believe that that's where they're going to end up? I mean, you look at this, committed to Missouri. You look at Raiola, committed to Georgia. I mean, there's so many of these circumstances where you don't really know where they're going to end up. and. and Specifically, when you think about Dylan Raiola, he was already committed to another school. So, I think in this era of college football, there's so much uncertainty. And with that uncertainty, I don't necessarily think you're ever out of the running for anybody. I mean, Austin, like you said, this could be another pickup for Nebraska. Uh, Even Dylan Raiola, are we certainly convinced that he won't be coming to Nebraska at any point in time? Because there's a good chance that Dylan Raiola could walk into the University of Georgia the next year maybe even a year after that, and not be the starting quarterback. And guess what? They're probably going to win a national championship regardless, or at least be in the playoff discussion. He walks into Nebraska tomorrow. He's the starting quarterback. It's just such a fascinating time in college football, and I think that it benefits a school like Nebraska that might be a couple steps behind some of those bigger-name schools like the Georgias, like the Ohio States, like the Clemsons, where you still have a chance at some of these kids, and, I think it positions Nebraska well, but man, it is a weird time to be a college football fan, and I still don't know how I feel about it.
0: This is for both of you. Do you actually think there's a chance Dylan Royola comes to Nebraska, or are you just saying that because you might like to see it? Because to me, he's a Georgia until further notice. Even in the day and age of transfer portal quarterbacks, Nebraska still has to earn its way into that conversation for a top transfer like that. So at this point... I get that it's a possibility in this day and age, but I'm not even going to let myself think that it could happen until it actually does.
1: Well, listen, I don't, I don't want to blow smoke to anyone on the airwaves because I know uh, the majority of listeners at 93, seven and ticket probably 99% of them are Nebraska fans and would love for Dylan Ryan to be a Nebraska. And I'm not nearly as in tune with the program anymore as you guys are. But if I look at it from the outside perspective, the family tree aspect is still there. The NIL deal is still there. And the reality of it is, like I just said, he walks into the facility tomorrow. Guess what? He has a shot of being the starting quarterback, if not already guaranteed the starting quarterback role. Listen, I love Jeff Sims just as much as the next guy. I think he's going to be very successful. He's not Dylan Raiola. He probably never will be, okay? I mean, this is just one of those situations I wouldn't count Nebraska out. The kid has already decided once that he's going to commit and then decommit. Now will it take a year or two? Yeah, there's a strong possibility, but Dylan Raiola ever strapping on the N and putting on those football pads and helmet that wear the letter N, it would not shock me in the slightest to see that happen. Again, when you talk about the school like a Georgia, it doesn't matter who their quarterback is. They're going to win national championships regardless. If you're Nebraska, you can make the pitch. You are the one that is going to take us to the next level, and I think we can all agree with that. Again, I don't want to blow smoke. I don't want to say that it will happen. It would not
0: surprise me in the slightest. Strick, you've been through the recruiting process. Does that pitch sell? Does that work for recruits?
2: Yeah, I think it does. I, I, think, I think there's a lot of things that still uh, are, are part of the recruiting process that you know we may have thought been lost since you have NIL and all this other stuff that's been put into to the mix now. I still think relationships. I still think uh, legacy. I still think the ability and the appeal uh, to young men that you are that guy for us, you know. And right. sometimes, sometimes they 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 want that smoke. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they want the instant gratification. This is why I think you had the dominance so long in the girls' basketball with like uh, up there in Connecticut,
0: mm-hmm.
2: with where they just wanted to just come attach themselves where there's a lot of guys like ourselves. Like we, you know, I remember when I was with the, the, uh, the Nebraska team, we wanted to do something unique. We wanted to, we, we came to Nebraska specific specifically because we wanted to take Nebraska to another level uh ourselves and we did things at nebraska that no other team has ever done win a win a, a big a championship and win a, a national championship of some form we didn't win the we didn't win that we're hoping somebody else comes and does that next thing but who's going to be the one to take nebraska football back to its greatness uh. and if you're that guy i would want that smoke if you if if, if you're if you're that guy if you don't believe you're that guy then you go and attach yourself to a program where there's already been guys that have created legendary status for themselves, or you want to go and create it for yourself, make your own name.
0: Strick, you mentioned kind of that that pressure and that smoke. We did it back in the basketball transfer portal with Hunter Salas, and now we're talking about it with Dylan Rayola. Hunter Salas was an in-state kid. Dylan Rayola is a legacy. Is that the same pressure? Is it different? Is it similar? How does that compare?
2: um I'll turn I'll let Nate answer it also but I I think for me uh it, it is part of a difference but you've gotta, you got to you got to think about it too that you know that's your pops right mm-hmm. so it's 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 yes you're not in state but your pops was that was him your pops was him there um you know whether you want to support you, I think you have the ability to surpass what pops did because of your position. You know, obviously the quarterback <laughs> position is one that's more, you know, heavily lauded than it is uh, at the lineman position. They get more of the the glitz and the glamor and the glory, you know? So uh, I think you have the ability to do that, but yeah, no, there's no question that there's pressure. Nate, where do you fall on that? I mean, the strict can speak a little bit more
1: playing at such a high level, both professionally and collegiately, but I look at it in terms of of everyday life, right? I mean, if you are a son, a daughter, a cousin, whatever it may be, you are connected to that family tree. I mean, whenever Dylan Riola goes out on the field, guess what the back of his nameplate's going to say? Riola, And guess what everyone's going to associate that with? The Ryola family. I, I mean I, I would say personally it's probably more pressure to be a legacy because at the end of the day, say Dylan Ryola didn't what mm-hmm. happened or, or this is how we should evaluate the situation. But say that he is a total dud. Say mm-hmm. the guy's mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. isn't what he's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. getting benched. That's what's mm-hmm. gonna Right, wrong or that's the reality of the situation. And to put it in more uh, literal terms, that's happening a little bit regionally. I know that there's a lot of legal issues that's happening right now with Jackson Mahomes. I don't want to dive too much into the situation because, again, it's all just uh, allegedly the, it's all in court right now. But what does everyone do with Jackson Mahomes? It's not Jackson Mahomes himself. It's always associated with Patrick Mahomes. And that's a tarnish on his legacy and their family. Right, wrong, or indifferent, that's the reality of the situation. So if you are Dylan Raiola, hell yeah, there's a lot of pressure coming to Nebraska and falling in your father's footsteps, your uncle's footsteps, and wearing the Raiola on your back plate. Because guess what? At the end of the day, on ESPN, what are they going to say when he plays at Georgia? Ah, his dad used to play at Nebraska. Oh, his uncle is the offensive line. Guess what happens when Nebraska plays? He plays for Nebraska on ESPN. Every first down, oh my gosh! There's his dad on the sideline. Every touchdown, oh my gosh! His dad, oh my gosh! His dad played for Nebraska. That is the storyline. That's what's going to be remembered. That's what people are talking about.
0: Uh, you mentioned the Mahomes Thunder, Collins or Thunder, not Collins on the text line did as well. as one of those families we were talking about before, Strick, with uh Pat and then Patrick, uh, Pat of course the, the baseball pitcher, Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback. But Nate, uh, Patrick Mahomes tweeted uh, after the the Arizona Coyotes uh, new uh, arena deal fell through, bring hockey to Kansas City. Would hockey play in Kansas City? Would that go well?
1: Hey, listen.
0: I'm all about
1: bringing a professional hockey team to Kansas City, and I know that a lot of people around Kansas City are as well. Uh, For everyone that's made the trip to Kansas City, obviously T-Mobile Center, a great venue, uh, hosted the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight just a few months ago. Uh, Again, high-level concerts come through here as well. That would be awesome. And Patrick Mahomes brought it up, too. Kansas City Coyotes. That would be an awesome name. Absolutely Just go ahead and bring them over. We can keep the color scheme. We can keep the name. We can keep whatever you want. That would be great. But this brings up a whole separate discussion. Is it Coyotes or Coyotes?
0: It's Coyotes. There's no discussion to be had. It's Coyotes.
1: I think it is, too. But I've heard... Again, I don't know if this is a Midwest thing. I don't know if people have different opinions that listen on the station. (coughs) I've heard Coyotes, and people get very frustrated and take personal attacks if you don't say it the way that they like it.
0: Well... Text line can be wrong. Text line's good at being wrong. We appreciate them. They chime in. They're right a lot. But it's Coyotes or you're wrong. Plain and simple.
2: Strick? I'm rolling. I think that would be dope for Kansas City. I think Kansas City is a tremendous uh, sports town. And uh, I think I thought there should have been a basketball team there. It makes sense location-wise. You know, again, I just think that, some of the places where they have some of the teams, I think there's no greater place. It used to be a great team there. It used to have, uh, you know, the uh, uh, – I think it was an ABA team there at one point. The Kansas City Kings, they split with Omaha. The Kings. The hockey Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I I think they should bring that back. It makes sense travel-wise. You got to think about just how easy it is to travel in Midwest to – other locations as opposed to you know, having to make them long trips from the west northwest and all of that stuff so yeah man shoot can bring it back let's go
0: get a Kansas City St. Louis rivalry going with uh Royals and Blues uh that would be fun you know get that going uh, down I-70 as well uh Nate we gotta step aside here safe travels up to Nebraska I'll be at graduation tomorrow maybe see you there uh, and uh hope to talk to you again soon my man
1: Awesome, dude. Hope to see you
0: there. You guys be good. All these guests, tell us to be good, Strick, and we can never promise that. I don't get it.
2: Uh, it's, it's. Uh, we try. We try to be good. Try to be fun. Try to have great takes and great experience here on the show and, and do what we can to to talk about just different topics and different things. So, yeah, we try to make it fun, keep it lively, but also we don't know if we're going to always be good, especially on Thirsty Thursday with Stricky around.
0: (laughs) Thirsty Thursday is a ride. That's up on the podcast if you miss it. It's uh, 425-430 every Thursday. Big shout-out to Kevin Meyer from Meyer's Cork and Bottle for that. Let's step aside. Let's cross it over with old school, wrap up the week of On the Block after this.